0: Inside sources. Inside sources. Behind-the-scenes experience in Washington and around the world. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Lloyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. I don't know what we call this version because it's not the full extended version because we had Let Me Speak with the Governor uh, from 12 to 1 here on KSL News Radio. Uh, so this is the semi extended version of Inside Sources, but we will be with you all the way until 3 o'clock today when we will pass it off to the great Jeff Kaplan who will get you home safe and smart. Uh, if you've been listening over the last hour, uh, Governor covered a wide range of, of topics uh, national, uh, local, international, uh, Utah's place in in all of those spaces, and uh, we're going to share some of that as we go through the next two hours. Uh, in particular, I want uh, those of you who didn't get a chance to hear. Uh, the governor talk about the word recession and what that means in the state of Utah. That's a really critical piece. And I think the governor laid it out right in terms of how we approach it, uh, how we avoid becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy uh, and some of the things that Utah has been doing to make sure that the natural ebbs and flows of business cycles and the economy, uh, that they don't impact us the way they do a lot of other places around the country. And then we'll also talk about uh, what uh, Vice President Pence can learn from the state of Utah. He's a former governor, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about uh, what that means and states' rights and getting federalism uh, fully implemented, get back to the laboratories of democracy that the founders intended us to have here in the country. Uh, so we'll continue to go uh, through that uh, throughout the next two hours, as I said, all the way until three o'clock today. And as always, we want to know what's on your mind. So shoot us a text on the Utah Community Credit Union text line five seven five zero zero again five seven five zero zero Utah Community Credit Union text line only when it's safe because safety first. Uh, we got a lot of other things we got to plow through today. Some uh, interesting topics that are going to make you think. Uh, we're also going to have a little fun today. Uh, we're going to make you think. We've got uh, President Tuminez from Utah Valley University. Will be joining us at two o five today. Set your clocks for that one. Or pick up the podcast on the KSL News Radio app or ksl.com. You can go to the uh, podcast page pick that up. Uh, she has a host of things going on. Uh, she's been down at UVU for a year now. So she's uh, coming up on her year mark uh, as president of that institution. We'll talk about the state of higher education and some of the challenges there. We'll also talk about what's going to begin over the weekend and into next week. Uh, the UN Civil Society Conference will be here in Utah. And President Tuminez and UVU have played a really interesting role uh, in that. So we'll we'll talk about that, what that uh, means, what that stands for. We'll also have a little fun today. If you haven't been following, there's actually been a full-blown analysis on the playlist music for all of the presidential campaigns, including President Trump. And this analysis includes the style of music, the race of the artists the key words that are used in songs uh, and it is fascinating so stick with us we're gonna have a lot of fun at uh, 220 music on the campaign trail what messages are these candidates sending through their music because when you're a candidate everything you do sends a message from the colors that you use to the design of your logo to the backdrop you have when you're up on a stump or speaking in front of a group to the way you move through a crowd uh, even down to which food item you choose to eat at the state fair. All of those things send messages. And so these campaigns are, uh, these are not uh, somebody's rando playlist. These are real music choices by the candidates in their campaigns. And so we'll take a look at what messages they're trying to send and what it means uh, rolling into the fall campaign. So we'll break that down a little bit uh, as we go along here today. All right, uh, we're going to hit a few uh, quick news items as we look at the day today. Everyone has uh, still been talking about Greenland uh, because now uh, President Trump's trip uh, to meet with the Danish prime minister has been uh, called off, uh, which is always an interesting thing. Uh, so he's canceled the trip to Denmark, and uh, a lot of this is stemming over the battle. I don't think it's a battle for Greenland. Uh, the conversation about who should buy or who can own Greenland. Uh, here's what uh, President Trump had to say uh, yesterday on this. It's uh, hurting Denmark very badly because they're losing almost 700 million dollars a year carrying. So they carry it at a great loss. All right. So he he's. Uh, that really sounds like a, a New York developer. <laughs> so he's he's going right to the pain point. The reason you don't want to hold on to this property, sir, uh, where I want to build my build my high rise casino Uh, is because you're losing money on it. It's not that great. It's not good for you. It's costing you money. You might as well sell it to me. I'll take it off your hands. Uh, So some very classic art of the deal maneuvering there from President Trump. Uh, And then he said this. The concept came up and I said, certainly I'd be strategically. It's interesting and we'd be interested, but we'll talk to them a little bit again, Art of the Deal maneuvers there uh, in positioning. I don't think uh, anything is going to change as it relates to uh, the Danish Prime Minister and what that's all about. Uh, and the President did rightly note, though, I think this is important, the President did note that the United States did try to buy Greenland uh, back in 1867 and then tried again uh, during World War Two. So it's not completely uh, off the table. It's just not something we think about in our in our modern world uh in you know if this if this was 50 100 years ago 200 years ago uh you you make a louisiana purchase you buy alaska uh those are good things i mean would people would people say the same thing today uh, let's just go back uh, it wasn't all that long ago that uh you know alaska formally became a state but then you go back a little further to the purchase uh if people were at making that request today hey let's buy alaska what would that conversation look like? And it's just different. Uh, we have so much more technology. There's so many more ways to, to access even remote locations like Alaska or Greenland uh, that uh, to me, it's just a fascinating conversation. And it's a fascinating conversation primarily because it's August <laughs> and uh, you've got the House and the Senate uh, out doing their in-state work periods. And I know most people like to call that Recess. And just on behalf of all of the good people who work in government, who work in congressional offices, who work in Senate offices, uh, who work in on the various committees uh, and, and people even in at the state level, you know, they'll they'll take some time off to do that. But it's it's not really time off. It's not a recess. It's a in-state work period or an in-district work period. Uh, and often you work more hours, longer hours, travel more, because you're trying to get around your state, you're trying to meet with constituents, you're trying to still work on legislation you know is going to hit when you get back after Labor Day, uh, you still have to do fundraising for campaigns, uh, and all the other things keep going. And so I do think it's important for all of us. It, it's it's easy to, to lob shots at uh, Congress these days, and trust me, I have a very long list of reasons why. Uh, for the things that they're not doing, as well as for some of the things that they are doing. But this is not a recess. It's an in-state work period or an in-district work period. And, and we should validate that and the, the really good members of the staff uh, who, who do the hard work behind the scenes to make sure that constituents have a great chance to interact with their member of Congress or their senator and uh, to create experiences that are, that are meaningful and, and conversations that are important. So uh, I'm giving an, an official hats off uh, to the congressional staffers today uh, and declaring this not recess, but in-state work day. So there you have it. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside. When we come back, we'll talk about the vice president coming to Utah during his work period here in August. Stay with us. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Don't go anywhere, right here on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding.